On today's episode of the Career Packs podcast, I want to talk about short-term pain and long-term gain. It was a little framework that I was introduced to by the man himself, Naval Ravikant, from the book The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. A great framework, something that I am implementing into my life because I am 50-50 on a lot of decisions right now in my early 20s, and I want to talk about them. Hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Career Packed Podcast. And boy, oh boy, I am tired. I can barely keep my eyes open. Even actually right now I'm talking with my eyes closed. Yep, I'm talking with my eyes closed. I am sleep deprived. I need more sleep or I could have just recorded this last night. But anyway... I read something interesting a couple of days ago, and I want to talk about it. It's about short-term pain and long-term gain with the decisions that we make in life. Do we choose delayed gratification? Do we choose something that just brings us immediate happiness, immediate pleasure, immediate dopamine? Here's where I think a good place to start is. Life at a fundamental level revolves around decisions, and we face a lot of them. When we're young, when we're in high school, we are deciding what classes to take, what AP classes to take, what college we want to go to. When we get into college, we decide if we want to stay at home or commute every day or live in a dorm, what major we want to choose, what extracurricular activities that we want to do. Same with high school. Do we want to go out and party on Friday nights and Saturday nights, or should we stay home and study? And then you start the process of looking for an internship for companies and then working at a full-time job, which company you want to work for, interviewing and this, that, and the other. And then once you interview, you get the job. And now it's like, do I want to work at a a hybrid company? Do I want to go in the office? Do I want it to be fully remote? Should I move to a different state for the job? Should I stay at home, work full-time while living with mom and dad? It is all up to us. We can get help. We can have mentors. We can have people guide us in the right way. But at the end of the day, decisions in life, they come down to you. I talked about yesterday. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. I think it was two days ago about this thing called the quarter life crisis. I think this does go hand in hand with the quarter life crisis because as we progress into our early 20s, mid 20s, 30s, there are very important life decisions that we have to make. The three most important decisions in your life are what you decide to do, who your partner is, and where you decide to live. Those are the three biggest important decisions in your life. And I think that area between, you know, your 20s and 30s and maybe up to 35, I mean, I know uh, the partner thing, it depends because people can find partners at a later time in life, but that's just a very important time. You're figuring yourself out. You're figuring out what you want to do with your life. And it's up to us how to approach each decision, when to make it, how it can hurt us, how it can help us. It's up to us to evaluate all that. So I was reading this Naval book, The Almanac of Naval Ravikant, and this really spoke to me because I am dealing with a lot of 50-50 decisions right now in my life. And I'll tell you guys a couple of them. But at a fundamental level, I just think the world, it does not reward short-term pleasure and happiness. And I can vouch for that from personal experience because I've done a lot of things simply for short-term happiness. A lot of them. 
I've skipped out on the gym a lot of days because I just wanted to stay home and eat or stay home and watch YouTube and not do anything. I've skipped out on making the right decision for uh, studying sometimes or instead of staying at home, staying up at night and doing the work, I may sometimes go hang out with friends. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. However, looking back at it in retrospect, there are probably some days and nights where I should not have gone. I could have just stayed home, done my work to get things done. We can all agree. We can all say that we've made decisions strictly for short-term pleasure. All decisions are relative, right? I'm staying at this remote job for a specific reason versus someone else who can either be remote or go in office, but it all depends on your life situation. I feel, like I said, 50-50 on a lot of decisions. So this framework that I learned from Naval Ravikant, which I've been obsessed with, it says if you're evenly split on a difficult decision in your life, if you have two choices that are relatively equal, take the path more painful in the short term. He goes on to talk about how choosing the path which short-term pain ultimately has a long-term gain associated with it, even though we may not know it. Our brain, oh my goodness, it, it overvalues the side with short-term happiness a lot. And I wish I was like uh, some sort of neuroscience expert that can tell you all the reasons why the brain loves the short-term pleasure and dopamine, and but it hates it hates the pain. It ha- Our brain does not like being uncomfortable. We don't like being uncomfortable. So the more uncomfortable things that you do, the more hard things that you do, it has an automatic long-term gain associated with it. Just like going to the gym. I hate going to the gym. I don't like going to the gym. I already gave this example. Think about how much better you feel after you enter the gym, get in a couple sets, work out for 30, 45 minutes. I don't think you can ever go to the gym and leave the gym feeling worse ever. And I think it's the same with meditating. You can't ever sit down and meditate. And once you open up your eyes, you feel more anxiety or more depressed or more negative. You always feel more calm. Same thing with taking a cold shower. I hate taking a cold shower every single day. I've done it for like the past four months now, like four or five months. Every day I've taken a cold shower. When I hop in there, it's like, oh man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Some days I do look forward to it. But again, a majority of the time, it's like, fuck, I don't want this. I don't I don't want this wave of cold coldness to hit my body. But when it does, it feels amazing. I feel re- re-energized. I feel like someone just woke me the fluff up. I'm not groggy. I have energy to actually do things after I step out of a cold shower. Same thing with the mind, right? If you guys are reading a book, and it's a very complex book that has difficult concepts that aren't easy to grasp. If you're having a tough time understanding something, our brain starts to get overwhelmed and confused. And with that, that's actually a good thing because it's just like developing a muscle. Like I said, same thing with the gym, getting comfortable with taking cold showers, getting comfortable with meditating. Our brain needs that. Our brain needs that challenge. So instead of pouting and getting angry about not understanding something and putting the book away or throwing it away go back and reread multiple times until you develop that muscle practice over and over and over until you can actually grasp that concept most of the time the world i think rewards taking path of most resistance and a path of least resistance i think something cushy something not as challenging brings this short-term happiness but in the long run it'll it'll hurt us it'll hurt us a lot 
and this is a this is a thing that I I wish I learned earlier about just being uncomfortable. A lot of people learn it at like 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. Um, I'm super envious of the parents, like in a good way. I'm envious of the parents who put their kids in sports at an early age, at a very early age. And I can't wait to do that someday for my kids because the value of putting children into sports at a young age is because they have a coach. They have someone to push them, someone who will guide them, teach them hard work, teach them accountability, how to be responsible, how to play together as a team, obviously, depending on the sport, unless you play like golf or tennis, learning how to manage their time, all these little skills that kids can learn at 14, 15, 16, even younger. There's sports now starting at the age of like five or six. I think these things teach how short-term pain and choosing the uncomfortable path, waking up early to go work out, staying up after school to get up shots, going for the run in the morning, experiencing the short-term pain will help. Let's say, you know, we're using this sports example. If you're an athlete, if you're doing all that consistently, putting in that extra work in the moment, it is short-term pain, but think about how much better prepared you'd be for high school or playing at a collegiate level. Or if you, if they want to take a pro, think about how much more prepared they'd be to go play something at a pro level. But now I want to start, I want to talk a little bit more about me. Some of the some of the examples or tough decisions, the 50-50 decisions that I am facing in life. And I wonder if anyone who does listen to this, I'm curious, who is like similar to my age, a couple of my friends, if you guys feel like this as well, let me know. Because here's how I feel. I've been uh, like the first thing is deciding to live at home with family for a few more years or moving out to get an apartment or a house because I can afford it. That's the first decision. Obviously, the one that I would like to do is, you know, move out, get a house. It'd be fun. And I'd love that. The path with more short-term pain is staying at home. Yes, they may eat away at some of my mental health at times because it can be crazy. However, I have a roof over my head. I got free food. I don't have to pay for the internet, electricity, gas. You know, I have my insurance taken care of because I'm under 20 under 26 i get amazing food if my mom or grandma decided to cook some amazing food i don't have to worry about you know mortgage or property taxes and whatever so that's the first one like one 50 50 decision that i'm facing i guess i don't know i see both sides and i really like both sides and i think about this every day another one one that's not as obvious or one that I can like quickly say no to, but it's just a decision that I've been facing a 50-50 split on. <laughs> and sorry, if I sound like congested, it's because I am. Dad, got, My dad got sick. This air quality in the Midwest and from all the burning fires in Canada is coming down here and it's really freaking messing with my, my sinuses and allergies. Oh, it's horrible. But the next one is deciding to get a car because the numbers make sense. Or waiting a little longer to delay the gratification. Guys, I love my Honda. I've talked about it a lot of times about how I don't care about cars and whatever. You know what? I, I lied. I like cars. Cars are cool. I'm not as obsessed with them as some of my other friends. But that doesn't mean that they aren't cool. I still mess with cars a ton. And I'm in a position now where I can upgrade. Get a nice little nice little car that I've been dreaming about for a while. It And it doesn't help that a couple of my other friends close friends and buddies are buying some beautiful some beautiful cars 
finding great deals, having a ton of fun. And I'm like, man, you know what? I could do that too. And I could have that third car with y'all and we could go for a nice long drive. And they just keep like egging me on and I love it. They send me offers from like Facebook marketplace or like, or excuse me, sellers from Facebook marketplace of different types of cars or from a dealer or cars.com. And I'm just like, oh man, this is just a reminder of the thing that I'm potentially missing out on. You know, I even went to get my car appraised. I found out how much my car was worth. And I was like this close to selling until I was just like, you know, I have a great interest rate. This is a beautiful car. It doesn't cost anything to maintain this very little, if anything. And if I buy this other car, I can afford it like very, very easily, easily. But I, but I was like, oh, I don't know, man. And my dad would kill me. He doesn't want me to get another car. He's just like, dude, just keep this car. Why do you need another car? <sighs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm facing that decision, guys. I don't know if you guys think that's important enough of a big life decision or you guys may not think that it's even 50 50. But, yeah, I am kind of split on that. And the last one, or I guess this, I have two more. And this not only applies to me, but a lot of people, the, everyone in this world, pursuing a passion full time or staying at a stable job that pays my bills. I love my nine to five. Well, actually, I don't love my nine to five. It, like I said, it gets the job done. It does what it has to do. I would much rather instead of spending like four or five hours a day on my podcast and making videos and editing, I would much rather spend 10, 12 hours a day. However, this stuff, it doesn't pay as much as my nine to five. And it it gets the job done. I feel like I have enough of a cushion right now to go full time with this. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But people definitely say, like, dude, just keep your job. My girl, my girl, my partner says that. Some of my friends just say it. And and I want to, and I hear them. I really do. But why not just go all in on something that I really, really enjoy? And the last thing that I've really been contemplating, Jesus. A lot. Moving to a brand new city or staying here at home. I've evaluated both of these for so long. It's clear that if I move somewhere else, it's just going to cost me a lot more. But I'm okay with that. Because the upside with it costing more is I get to be around like-minded people. I get to be in an incredible city environment. I get to always have good food. I get motivated to actually do the work. I don't have other distractions. And, you know, I love my friends here, but I got to find new people to hang around, meet new people that have aligned interests with mine, people whose dreams are bigger than mine. And being in an area where it's just like, go, go, go versus like staying here in comparison to like everyone else that's around me. And I love all again, I love all the people around me. I love all the friends that I have here. But it would be nice to just be around people that have like-minded interests and like-minded pursuits or passions. And I'm really trying to find that right now, early on in my life. Leaving my partner here would be a very tough thing as well. If I do decide to do that, there's just a lot to think about, guys. And that's why I wanted to make this episode because I genuinely, I really genuinely am 50-50 on a lot of these, these decisions. The one that doesn't matter as much as the freaking car, that, that one I don't, like it's not as high on a pedestal versus, you know, staying at home or moving out or pursuing something full time, moving to a brand new city. All things I think about every single day. So maybe this podcast background that you guys are seeing, it may be the same for a little while longer or it may look completely different. I don't know. 
I guess we will have to wait and see. This was my little uh, rant on short-term pain and long-term gain. Um, this book, Almanac of Naval Ravikanth, if you guys have not read it, please read it one time. Read it. After you read it once, you'll probably want to read it again because there's so much good stuff in there. I cannot recommend the book enough to everyone. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. I'll put it in the um, like the description of the pod. Also, oh my god, I'm so congested. Also, um, Spotify for podcasters. Like, I don't know if y'all are listening to this, but bro, what are what are we doing with like the description of the podcast? Four thousand character limit, and every time I paste all my links and stuff the next day all my links and hyperlinks they get unattached it's like bro what's going on and i have to redo it every single day and sometimes i can't even write as much as i want and like today neil talks about da 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 i can't write as much because it goes over the character limit why are we creating character limits if you have four thousand dollars or four thousand four thousand character limit double it make it eight thousand man because people need things to put in the description so all their listeners can view stuff Please, if you're listening, fix that. But hey, man, I don't have anything against y'all, okay? So, like, don't ban me or kick me out or something. That's all I have for you guys today. Thanks so much for hanging out. I appreciate y'all. And like I always say, take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. And if this was of value to you, share it with a friend. Throw it out to someone that is a close friend, someone that may need a little bit more short-term pain in their life or someone who is kind of 50-50 on decisions. If this is you, great. Share it with a friend. Follow us on all socials at the Korea Packs Podcast. Check me out, Neil underscore Patel 4 on Instagram, TikTok, threads. If you want to email me and chat, create with Neil Patel at gmail.com. And lastly, leave me a four or five-star review if you guys feel like this was deserving of that. I would appreciate it a ton. Thank you guys, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.